This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 287, Why You Should Eat When You're Sick, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com, and I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Tuesday, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. Today, we have another post from a regular author here on the show, J.C. Dean. Before we hear it, don't forget that we have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you. To check them out, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. I also want to wish my mom a very happy birthday. Today is her birthday. Now, some of you noticed yesterday that my voice didn't sound quite as clear and crisp and perfect as it normally does. That's because I am fighting off a cold. Today's topic actually fits in quite nicely with what I'm dealing with. So let's hear from JC Dean as we optimize your life. Why You Should Eat When You're Sick by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com As I write this, my state of mind is a bit altered. I'm running a temperature of 101.8 and I feel like I've had a conversation with Grimm himself. At least he was decent company. Normal stuff. On that preceding intro, allow me to explain myself. Today started out like any other normal day. I woke up early to tackle the errands in my schedule, I ate a bowl of oats, monstrous plate of eggs, and drank a shake. I had to run to the YMCA, update my membership information, go to the ATM, and meet a good friend downtown to hang for a few hours. Not an incredibly happening day, but you know, fairly normal. That's exactly how I felt up until about 4 p.m. I felt as normal as a young guy can feel, just going about his business, living life, and hanging out with one of his best friends. Not so normal stuff. Then it happened. On my way home, my stomach wasn't acting like a normal stomach should be acting. It was actually hurting and rumbling and talking to me. I get to my place of residence and oddly, I don't feel like eating. So I make an enormous shake in my gigantic blender that would put the fear of Moses and Jay Cordich from the late night juicer and blender infomercials. Eggs, oats, yogurt, cottage cheese, protein powder, peanut butter, the works, you name it. I put it in this shake. Excuse me, I'm straying off topic. And here's where I get uncomfortable. Back to my talking stomach. After I finished my shake, I wasn't too sure that was such a marvelous choice. My stomach still continued to gnash its bloody teeth at me. So I chewed on a few Rolades. Nothing. No relief. About 30 minutes later, I decided it was a good time to be objective about my situation and admit to myself I'd come down with a nasty strain of influenza. In my misery, I took it upon myself to ingest a few PM-friendly tabs of acetaminophen. This was 7 p.m., mind you. I laid in bed for two straight hours, changing the channel back and forth between Fight Club and Reservoir Dogs. My body ached and was on fire at the same time. I couldn't decide to get out from underneath the layers of blankets or to set my hair ablaze and jump off the top story of the nearest office building. At least that would take my mind off the pain in my stomach. So as I lay there, engulfed in flames, I figured this may be a good time to check my temperature. You know, for fun, among other health reasons. This is when I discovered I was slowly roasting from the inside out, 101.8 degrees Fahrenheit. As a result, I get up in hopes of forcing myself to eat something and possibly allow my temperature to subside a bit, as I am sure the blankets and winter coat were not helping the matter. Reason behind my illness-induced rambling. Why did I take the time to write all of this? Simple. I feel very strongly about my current situation. I'm not appreciable of the fact that I understand I need to eat but I struggle to lift my hand to my mouth and insert protein-rich foods. 
Although I am not on a fat loss diet at this moment, I'm remembering a few accounts of fitness folk asking if it's all right to remain in a caloric deficit when you are sick in the middle of a diet. Is it okay? One word, no. This is a period of time when your body is craving nutrients. In my current state, I'm not craving anything processed or sweet in the sense of manufactured carbohydrates. I'm craving apples, pears, oranges, and the variety of melons. Too bad I feel terrible and don't think it would be a good idea to stroll over to my local grocer to snag some fruit. I am stuck in this house until tomorrow morning when I should be in a better cognitive state to pick up some fresh fruit. Please, if you're listening to this, take these tips to heart and do not, for whatever reason, continue on your fat loss diet when you are ill. Take a few days off to eat as much fresh food as you can and just plenty of lean protein and do not forget to take your fish oils. Your body is craving nutrients in a time when your body may feel like a raging furnace. When you are sick, your body needs all the energy it can acquire. Stick with foods that are fresh and natural. Think of fruits, vegetables, oats, etc. Try to at least maintain calories or consume slightly over maintenance. Your body will have a better chance of restoring itself. Stay hydrated. Eating lots of fruit will help rehydrate you as they're full of water and vitamins. Drink, drink, drink your water. Soup is also a very good choice to rehydrate and restore electrolytes when your rear end seems to be mimicking a busted fire hydrant. Eat at least your body weight in grams of protein. Your body needs energy. Make sure your protein intake is up to par so you prevent the loss of lean body mass. Eating protein along with fresh fruits should sit well on the stomach. I do not advocate eating protein only as this could cause more stomach complications. Rest. Out of everything I mentioned, I believe this tip to be most important. Sleep, sleep, and more sleep is key to recovery when ill. Make a point to do nothing but sit on your rump, eat, and sleep. Do not try to be Captain America and work out when you are sick. This will delay recovery and makes you more susceptible to injury due to lack of strength and focus. Stay home from work if you're able to. My plans for tomorrow are to go straight to the grocer, fill my basket with fresh fruit, watch Flight Club again, and enjoy being lazy. I did have a workout scheduled for tomorrow, but I can work out any other day. While I have played the tough guy in the past, this time, I will sit this training session out. Plus, my blue and red suit is getting a little snug. Oh, and remember, meal frequency is not an issue. Just eat. You just listened to the post titled, Why You Should Eat When You're Sick, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. Now, JC mentioned meal frequency right at the end there. And funny enough, I'll be narrating a post all about that in tomorrow's show. So a couple of my comments. JC's right in that hydration and rest are of utmost importance. He's also right in that when we're sick, our metabolism actually goes up. It's because our bodies are trying to fight something and that takes energy, that burns calories. In order for your body to fight whatever bugs it's been dueling with much, much better, it would be good to, of course, eat a balanced diet. Protein is important because that actually helps us produce the right blood cells to fight off the infection, but no need to go overboard here with protein. When you're sick with the flu or the stomach flu, I wouldn't recommend a protein shake, and really JC didn't recommend that either, but I just wanted to be really clear here. Get your protein from real foods. Eggs are great for most people because they're easily digested and they're full of vitamins and minerals, along with being a great source of protein. I wouldn't really say you need to follow the one gram per pound of body weight of protein each day. When you're not feeling well, it's really tough, as JC said, to get food down and to keep it down sometimes. 
And so what I would recommend is whenever you do eat, try and incorporate some lean protein there. Definitely think about incorporating fruits and vegetables whenever you can. And like he said, soup is a great option. You can combine lots of ingredients like lean protein, vegetables, and sodium can be helpful for replenishing any sodium you're losing through sweat, like if you're running a fever especially. And he's absolutely right. If you're on a weight loss diet, when you're sick, please go off of that weight loss diet temporarily. Again, that's because your metabolism needs the extra calories when you're sick. I often get asked the question, well, what nutrients would you say are most important when you're sick to help you feel better? Here's what I would say. Hydration, so water, vitamin C, vitamin A, zinc, and protein. Now, I'm not saying you need to take supplements. If you can get these nutrients through your foods, that would be the best way to go. Zinc is one of those nutrients that you can easily develop a toxicity to if you take it as a supplement. So if you can consume zinc-rich foods, dairy, animal products in general, seafood, you'll be just fine. Vitamin A, also you can develop a toxicity to it. So orange fruits and vegetables, especially orange vegetables, sweet potato, for example, carrots, those are high in vitamin A. Vitamin C, citrus fruits, of course, green vegetables, broccoli, spinach, and we already talked about protein. Now, before I go, check out and subscribe to our other shows if you enjoy this one. You can hear a lot more topics for free. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in your favorite podcast app to find the other ones. And again, thank you for listening today and every day. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Thank you for subscribing and sharing this show with someone. I'll be back tomorrow to hear regular contributor Roger Lawson's take on meal frequency. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.